Hey, Jesus fans, welcome to True North Podcast, where we grow closer to God together. This podcast was brought to you by Solid Rock Church in Irving, Texas, and our host, Pastor Ed Snyder. To find out more about this podcast, visit our website at truenorthdfw.org. Now let's join Pastor Snyder in a new direction and a new destination. And welcome back, everybody, for another great episode of True North Podcast with yours truly, your host, Pastor Snyder. Thank you for joining us. Man, we are so happy about all of our listeners that are coming on board, our new listeners, our faithful listeners. Thank you, thank you, and thank you for joining us here each week at True North. Go ahead to our website, truenorthdfw.org, and join our True North community. It's our email list. I promise I'm not going to blow up your list and tell you you got to buy a bunch of junk. Uh, We're just wanting to build relationships with you, and that is our listener. Today's going to be a great episode. We're going to get into what about the heart. Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. What about that verse of scripture? What about our heart? What does it all mean? How does it all fit together? Just get a piece of paper, get a pen, get a cup of coffee. We'll be right back. All right. So here we're looking at the subject today of the heart. You know, Proverbs chapter four and verse 23 says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. In the New Living Translation, that same verse reads, Above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Now, when we look at that verse of Scripture, and we compare it to Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9, telling us that the heart is deceitful above all things, and desperately wicked, who can know it? How can we know what is out of our heart? Now, this is kind of tricky, folks, because we're really, uh, you know, one verse of Scripture is telling us that, you know, don't trust your heart. Don't. It's deceitful. It's wicked. Uh, Who can know it? And then we have another verse of Scripture that is telling us we need to guard our heart because out of it affects everything we do. So let's dive down. First, I think we need to realize and understand uh, what is the heart. And I'm not talking about that muscle in the middle of your chest that's keeping you alive by pumping blood throughout your veins. Uh, I am talking about the emotional part, the the spiritual part, the heart. And the heart is known as the seat of of our emotions. Now, if you've listened to this podcast any time at all, if you have read my book, Control the Beast, then you have heard me talk about, teach, or read in the book about how the mind, the heart, and the mouth are connected. And what we think is what we feel or what we start to believe. And then what what is in our heart, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So yes, we need to guard our heart because it is the seat of our emotions. So everything that we feel, everything that we receive really rests in that emotional part called the heart. So again, Proverbs 4 and 23 is very true that we need to guard the heart because it affects everything we do. 
But then again, we also understand Jeremiah chapter 7 and verse 9, where the scripture says that the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? Now, let's take a look at, again, emotions versus knowing. Paul said to know, K-N-O-W, know the love of Christ with which passeth knowledge. So in other words, Paul is saying kind of to the effect maybe, don't worry about what you feel. You need to know God loves you. Now let's be let's be real with ourselves here today, folks. We have got to understand that there are mornings that we can wake up and uh, feel like we've been run over by a truck emotionally. We just finished Sunday. Man, we had great church. And boy, we're on top of the world. And God is blessing. And boy, we're seeing everything. But then the next morning, clouds have come in. A storm is brewing in our spirit. And so again, really, Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9, in essence, really warns us, you can't trust emotions especially when it comes to your relationship with God. You can't really go on total feeling as much as you need to go on knowing, knowing that you are a child of God, knowing that you are filled with the Holy Ghost. You are protected. You have angels encamped about you. You have the Word of God in you, and nothing that hell can belch up can destroy you if you will not let it. And so again, we can't go on what we feel all the time because some days we don't feel like much. And so we have to look at the heart. Who can know it? What about this heart thing? All right. Now, let's go back to Proverbs uh, 4 and 23. Above all else, guard your heart, for out of it uh, affects everything you do. Again, King James Version, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, folks, we're watchmen. We're the doorkeepers of our own soul. God has given you the responsibility to be careful of what you ingest emotionally, what you see with your eyes, what you hear with your ears, and what you allow into your heart or your spirit. So we have the responsibility, and and that kind of boils down to uh, a holiness issue. Are we holy? Are we holy in what we watch? Are we holy in what we read? Are we holy in what we hang around or hang who, who we hang with? And so, again, we're the watchmen. We're the doorkeepers of our own soul. The, the Bible demands that Christians have a pure heart. First Timothy chapter two and verse number eight. I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. Now, what is the benefits and a pure heart, ladies and gentlemen? Let's let's be real. A pure heart can be very challenging because we have so much garbage thrown at us every day. Uh, billboards. Uh, messages, social media. Uh, I mean, I went to the gas pump the other day and, and and pump gas in my vehicle, and there's a television screen pumping the news out, which we all know sometimes, most of the time, 99% of the time, that's not 
healthy stuff to listen to. But let's let's again look at not only the demand, not only the responsibility to be the doorkeeper, to be the the watchman of our heart or our spirit or our soul, but the benefits of a pure heart. Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 8 says, "Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God." That's that's salvation. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 22 uh verse the first part of that verse is so let's come near God with pure hearts and a confidence that comes with having faith. And then number three is Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 9. You love what is right, hate what is wrong. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. So what are those three benefits? Number one, salvation. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Number two, confidence. All right. Uh, So let's come near to God with pure hearts and a confidence that comes with having faith and then anointing that God anoints us, pouring out the oil of joy on you more than anyone else. So the benefits of us working on keeping a pure heart We cannot allow hatred, bitterness, indifference, division, doubt. You know, the Bible says to lift up holy hands without wrath and doubt. So, you know, here's here's something that that I want to share with with you as our listener, because some of you I'm just getting to know. And oh, by the way, we've got a new feature on our website that we now can you can now comment on each episode page. So when you're listening to this on our website, truenorthdfw.org, down below of the episode, there is a comment section. Please make some comments and I will respond and uh, like to hear your, your, your thought on, on this subject. So again, back to, back to the thought of knowing the heart. And, and if you know me, if you're around me, if you're a member of solid rock and you've been in the prayer room with me, you have heard me pray, God cleanse my mind. First, we need to cover our minds, cleanse our minds of what goes through it. You know, on the average, on the average, a male mind has a lustful thought every 20 minutes that we are awake. Now, on the average, I'm not saying that's everybody. And some people say, oh, not me. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so we, we've got to cleanse our minds of every thought of doubt, every thought of lust, every thought of the pride of life, all of that stuff. Because again, what we think is what we feel. What feeds into our heart comes through what we think what our mind is processing. Our mind processes what we look at, what we listen to, what we pay attention to. So it's important for us to grab a hold of in in knowing, or what about this heart thing, what knowing our heart is to know what's going through our mind. If we're going to fulfill our command to be a watchman, a guard, a a doorkeeper of our heart. You know, they say the eyes are the window of the soul. 
So be careful what you look at and be careful what you think about, because what all of that process is there goes into our heart. And then we are, if you're in a prayer room, not only do I pray again, uh, God cleanse my heart of or my mind of everything, but God cleanse my heart of every emotion, every, every feeling of, of revenge, every feeling of, of hurt, uh, of misplaced judgment and all of that. So God not only cleansed my heart, but as David said, create in me a clean heart and renew in me a right spirit. So again, that's that may be another whole Bible study about what our spirit is. Now, the world tempts me to allow evil into my heart. You know, while I'm I'm trying to lead a decent, restrained life, you know, I'm trying to be holy, you know, because the Bible says, be holy for I am holy, follow peace and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So this really is an important subject for us to listen to and to grasp hold of is, are we holy? Are we pure in our heart, in our spirit? Are we acceptable in the eyes of God? Now, again, we've got to kind of pretty much take the attitude uh, that I may not be acceptable in some people's eyes, especially that of the world, but am I acceptable in the eyes of God? Your number one goal as an outcome of this life is when you stand before God and he says, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter ye in. That is really the the foundation, the hinge of everything we do and our purpose in this life is to get there. So we must really pay attention to what is in our heart and also what is in our mind. Again, we're tempted at every angle of our life. I mean, from from the from the from Hollywood producing movies and all of that to social media to the Internet. You know, again, I, I I can't as a pastor preach against the Internet, take those, you know, get those computers. It's impossible. It, it, the Internet in today's world is what our whole whole life hinges on uh, in the workforce, you know, in the family. I mean, uh, I, I've got lots and lots of books, but folks, I'm sitting at my computer looking up commentaries online to study what I'm getting ready to teach or preach. So the internet is in existence. Therefore, we need to be holy about what we look or access online. So again, the world tempts us to allow evil into our hearts. And again, this is very powerful, uh, very true and, and powerful in mass media. The power to redefine what is normal. And, and folks, I'm... I, I'm writing. I'm writing blog posts these days. Now I'm putting on Medium.com. If you want to go there, find me. Uh, I just posted this uh, something about the study, studying the Word of God. I've got another post coming uh, about um, 
about abortion, that no person has a right to take a life. Uh, I'm developing that article now. Um, you know, again, folks, we we've there there is a power there to redefine normal and the harmful behavior that we see glamorized not only conveys powerful messages of what's accepted, but also what is expected in today's world. And the unreal, unreal world of the media uh, becomes overtime in the self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, we, we, I'm telling you, folks, this is something that we really need to pay attention to. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna start some throwing some things at at you with what we what we are bombarded with on television, on uh, the internet, whatever access point that we use. About 350 characters appear each night on primetime TV, with an average of seven of them uh, murdered every night. If if this rate applied in reality, then it would be just two months. Everyone in North America would be killed. Think about that. That's what we see when if you have a television and you sit and watch TV with your family in the evening time, there you go. That's what's being fed into your mind, which goes into your heart. And uh, I guess I guess with the with the thought of of uh, the rate of that 350 characters each night on primetime TV with an average of seven of them being killed, uh, murdered every night, that if it apply, North America would be dead in two months. So the last one left. Hey, turn the TV off. Okay. Anyway, every time, every year on primetime TV, there are sixty five thousand sexual assaults or sexual references. Seven out of eight of the sexual encounters in TV dramas involve extramarital relations. Reality? (laughs) Now let's go back a ways. In 1994, University of Chicago studied studied showed that both sexual satisfaction and frequency is greater among married people than among single people, but in Hollywood... The only kind of sex that seems to be banned is intimacy between a husband and a wife. Did you hear what I just said? That's what we've got to be careful in what we are ingesting into our mind and into our heart. Remember, folks, we have a responsibility to guard our hearts and also to understand that we can't trust our emotions, especially when we're feeding our heart or our emotions the wrong things. We're allowing triggers to come into our environment that's going to trigger us maybe into sin, into anger, into thinking wrong things, into uh, feeding on doubt. I'm talking to somebody that's listening to this podcast right now. The media... Really, folks, here, here's a reality check. The media is a seducer. And, and here's something that, that I found interesting. In the film, Indecent Proposal, a character offered $1 million to spend one night with a billionaire. It became the topic of conversation in talk shows 
in offices, in schools. The film implied that everyone has a price. You can be bought. But folks, we can't be bought. We cannot allow ourselves to go there. It, it, it would be laughable if the effects were not so tragic on our society by some of the show titles that is out there that, again, we've got to be the doorkeeper, the guardian of our heart and our emotions. Oh, I, I'm sure I'm sure you have heard uh, the name of Jerry Springer and the Jerry Springer show ran on on television a long time. I'm going to share with you some of his show titles and of course titles meaning that was the subject of that show. Here we go. You ready? The babysitter stole my husband. I'm in a lesbian affair with my niece. These are real. Baby, I have been bad. Prostitution sex scandals. I want to marry my daughter. I'm sleeping with my brother and my sister. My daughter married my husband. My dad stole my wife. I'm cheating with your dad and sister. Lovers battle it out. I will break the whole world's sex record. War of the wounded lovers. Explosion or explosive transsexual affairs. I'm married to my sister. My mom is sleeping with my boyfriend. Revenge of the jittered lovers. Come on, folks. Are you kidding me? That is some really sick stuff that people are allowing into their life. So again, what about this heart? You know, no wonder Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 9 says, be careful, watch, for the heart is deceitfully wicked. Who can know it? Who can trust it? But yet Proverbs is saying, hey, get a fence up, get a wall up, get a barrier up, protect your heart, guard it. Okay. Now, um, again, we've got to be very careful. Here, here's some more information uh, coming at you right now. This, uh, let's see. Okay, almost all distinctions between the world and the so-called Christianity are quickly evaporating. Nineteen percent of Christians watched MTV uh, this week. Twenty-four non-Christians. You see how close that is. 70 for 70% of Christians subscribe to cable television, 70% non-Christians. 70% of Christians wanted a PG or rated movie in the last three months. Now, you know, that that that's that can be debated. That that's a hot topic even among Christians, which mm, should it be? Not here we go. Nine percent of Christians watched an X-rated movie this quarter. Sixteen percent non-Christian. Twenty-seven percent Christians have been divorced. Twenty-three percent non-Christian. The Single Adult Ministry Journal reported that in January of 1991. I know that's a bit back there. That of and and of course, if I'm giving you something from 90, 1991 that is startling, just think about what is happening and what those stats are in 2021. Okay, so here we go. In January of 1991, that of Christian single men who attended church faithfully, only 33 percent were virgins. 
35% had had four or more sexual partners and 23% had, had been sexually active in the last six months. Christians, come on, somebody. I, we have got to guard our heart. We have got to take serious what we are ingesting into our life. Psalms chapter 119 and verse number 11, the Bible says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the first part of that in the New Living Trans- uh, Translation says, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. So again, folks, we've got to realize and understand how serious this subject is human beings, and I'm not. A, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not a prophet of doom and gloom. Uh, you get to know me. I'm very power. I'm very uh, 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 faith oriented. I'm very positive. Uh, but folks, we also have to at the same time deal with reality and what reality we are living in right now. The world is changing, and we cannot change with the world and its standards. Human beings are not being are, are not controlled by what by that which is true. Now listen to this. Human beings are not controlled by that which is true. They are controlled by that which they believe to be true. Folks, the world media, Hollywood, they understand perception is everything. What we look at and perceive, we know as law. Not not necessarily what the actual truth is, but what we think the truth is. That's where we are. Deceptions, lies, and distorted perceptions can control us even, even if they are untrue. And again, this biblical concept of a stronghold, a prisoner of in the mind, built by the deceptions of the enemy. Second Chronicle or Corinthians, chapter ten, verse four: For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of the strongholds. So again, ladies and gentlemen, we have got a job to do. <clears throat> we have a job to do. When people who who fear snakes are shown a picture of a snake and sensors in their skin will detect uh, uh, sweat, a sign of anxiety. Even though the people say they don't feel fear, the sweat shows up even when a picture is presented. So again, what am I saying? What are you what are you saying, Pastor Snyder? What I'm saying is is even what appears to be. It's not the real snake. It's a picture of the snake, but yet we react emotionally. And so again, we we may not be involved in this act or this sin, but we've got to be careful again what we're looking at. Do we go live in a cave? No. We have to live insulated, not uh, not isolated. 
We have to live strong and powerful. That's why daily prayer is is a necessity. That's why digging in and studying the Word of God, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. We have to put up the barriers. We have to get the wall up and guard against the things that's coming at us and guard the heart, again, the seat of emotion. What is believed to be true will control the person, whether it's true or not. Again, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it is the issues of life. Now, in this verse of scripture, the word keep in this verse is nastar, which means to lay siege. All right, let me let me hit it again. To lay siege on thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. John chapter 8 and verse 32 says, Ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. It's only the truth, not what is perceived to be the truth. And that's where we need to be, <clears throat> is dealing with the truth. Okay? Our weapon in laying siege to the strongholds, is the Word of God. And as we close out our time together today here on True North Podcast, Hebrews chapter four, verse, uh, chapter 4, verses 12 and 13, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to, have to do. The word opened in verse 30, 13 is the Greek word which means to siege or to seize and bend back the neck, expose the throat uh, as with any animal being slaughtered or sacrificed, graphic, violent, very. Why? Because this is serious business. We're going to close out our, our podcast with Psalms chapter 66, verse 18. If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Uh-oh. Be careful what you enter into your heart. Don't forget, folks, go to DFW, or excuse me, truenorthdfw.org. Sign up for our True North uh, community. Get involved. Make some comments on the episode page of this episode. I want to hear from you. I want to build a connection with you. God bless. Have a great week on purpose. And let's, above all, allow God to minister to our spirit. Thank you for joining us at True North Podcast. You can find us on iHeartRadio or any other podcasting platform. If you want to have any questions, visit us at truenorthdfw.org. We'll catch y'all next week.